Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. America's security is your security by United States security bonds. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Harlow Wilcox, your host for Guest Star, a transcribed feature program brought to you at this time each week by United States security bonds and this station as a public service. Let it serve as a reminder that when you buy security bonds, you're a stockholder in America. Join hands with your neighbors and buy security bonds regularly through the payroll savings plan where you work, or if you're self-employed, through the bond-a-month plan where you bank. Well, today we bring you a complete program instead of a single guest. It's a program which, under the skillful guidance of one man, has taken the 141 million people of the United States and has formed them into one huge guessing game. It's my pleasure to introduce the program right now. Here it is, Truth or Consequences, with Ralph Edwards. Thank you very much, Harlow Wilcox, and greetings, party players. Yes, this is Ralph Edwards, and we're broadcasting for U.S. security bonds tonight. We should never forget that America's security is your security. Buy U.S. security bonds. And now let's have at the microphone a lady. Yes, and a gentleman, too. All three of you. Oh, you're just one. I can see. How do you do? I do. Uh, what is your name, please? Uh, Mrs. Wolf. What's that? Mrs. Wolf. Yes, uh, you might say a whole pack of them. <laughs> no, I don't mean to kid around with you. Like, uh, Do you uh, mind if anybody says how much you weigh? Oh. No. I don't know how much you weigh, so you'll have to say. 260. Oh, only. well, that's. What's that? Only. Well, I hope you're alone here. I didn't. <laughs> and uh, uh, come out here, please, and let's have a. We have Mrs. Wolf, and what is your name, please? George Pyle. What's that? George Pyle. What's that? George Pyle. Hello, Mr. Pyle. How are you? <laughs> Mr. Pyle, may I present Mrs. Wolf? Ms. Wolf, Mr. Pyle. What did you say? Please to meet you, Mrs. Wolf. Oh, you're an old wolf yourself, man. Okay, Mr. Pyle, where are you from? South Los Angeles. Yes. And your occupation? Is a plasterer. What's that? Plasterer. You are? Oh, it's a plasterer. Yes, I uh, didn't care about your condition. Come in here, will you, Mrs. Wolf, and tell us your occupation. Well, I'm a housewife. Good. I think that's all very fine. I have a question, Miss. We'll have a little consequence. Okay, Mr. Pyle? Yes. You're married? Yes. Yes. You are? Yes. Does she beat you, or what makes you say yes, 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 like that? <laughs> She's a charming lady. When we were so... What's that? She's a charming lady. Did I put those words in your mouth or not? No, you'd put them in my... No, I put them in my... 
<laughs> All right. Why has there never been a woman president? Truth or consequences, Mrs. Wolf? Or Mr. Pyle? It takes a man to run the country. You're, you're going to get beat for sure tonight when you get home. You know that, Mr. Pyle. No, because the president has to be over 35 years old. Catch on now. All right, let's go back to this microphone there. There isn't room for the five of us. Now, uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Pyle and Mrs. Wolf, you haven't told the truth, so you must pay the consequences. Now, we don't know what you think about mental telepathy, and it really doesn't matter, you see, because we thought with all this wonderful gathering here and everybody listening that we would have a little experiment. Is that okay with you? A little uh, mental telepathy experiment. Now, we, we don't even have to, to call it that. We'll say... Uh, that we'll, we're going to have a little game. Everybody in this audience is going to think of a number between one and ten. We're all going to concentrate on that number, you see? Yes. And then we're going to find out if by our powers of concentration, that number cannot come to you. Zingo, like yes. that. Would you like to try that, Ms. Wolf? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone must really cooperate on this, and the listening audience, too, if you will. Everybody's going to concentrate on a number between one and ten. Now, uh, you folks go off so I can tell them the number, and we'll concentrate. Then you, then you come back on stage. Just uh, Al Pascal, take him off there, and Ed Bailey, just get him off stage. Mr. Pyle is going out there. All right. Uh, behind Mrs. Wolf. Now, just where they can't hear, that's the stuff. Now, we're all going to think of a number between... Are they gone? They can't hear? <laughs> Ooh, what's going to happen to them? Now, it doesn't matter what number they say between 1 and 10. We've told them to think of a number between 1 and 10. We're thinking of all numbers between 1 and 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So, no matter what number they say, we'll say, yes, that's correct, and everybody applaud. You see, like, say, way, hooray, everything. Applaud, you see. They think then that uh, they have the correct uh, number. However, as they think, they will be seated in the thought chair. Now, the thought chair is indicated by the gentleman arising from it now. That's it. The hot seat, we had a gentleman seated in it, and he didn't know. Oh, oh, what, the, what do you do? What is your name, sir? McDougal. McDougal, yes. Oh, thank you for, for just showing us okay. the hot seat. Is. Don't sit again, Mr. McDougal, whatever you do. You just run over there, please, and sit down. Yes, just stay out of the hot seat, Mr. McDougal. Now, now we'll watch somebody else uh, come and get it. Was your hair off before this started or not? It was. It scared me because I thought my... All right. You see, uh, more things come to you in the thought seat than meet the eye. All right. Now uh, we're all set to go. First of all, bring in Mr. Pyle. And remember, whatever number he says, that's right. Come on, Mr. Pyle. Oh, here we are. We're all set to go. Now everybody concentrate on it. Come right here, sir. Say, are you a track star? You run so fast. Well, I can run, yes. Yeah, you sure can. All right, sit here along with all the others. Now, every, just sit right down here. Everybody, and especially you folks in the row here with Mr. Pyle, concentrate on that number between 1 and 10. Will you, sir? Will you do that? All right, Mr. Pyle, will you put yourself at ease? Are you at ease, sir? Yes. Relax, please. Are you completely at ease? Yes. That's it. Lean back. That's the stuff. All right. Now, think of this number between 1 and 10. Everybody, uh, think uh, now. All right, between 1 and 10. Do, don't, don't rush it. If, it does, if you don't get it first, it'll come to you in the end. Now, go ahead and try to think of this number between one and ten. The number should be seven. Seven! Oh, that's terrific! Oh, what did you say, seven? Well, it's just uh, the power... The generate. Power pushed it into me. Yeah! <laughs> he can say that again. In other words, it's, it's, uh, it just came to you. Yes, well, we were thinking about something. Is anything else coming to you, sir, at all? You, is anything else coming to you that we were thinking about, eh? Maybe. Ah! <laughs> it came to you all right, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you're, you're all 
all right, just sit here. This gentleman, Mr. McDougal, just got it. You, you, it, it, uh, it came to you all right? Yes, it yes, did. Fine, just sit down there. There, you find a chair. <laughs> Woo, it was really jumping. And now, and now, and now, let's bring in Mrs. Wolf. This may be the biggest thing that's hit Hollywood in a long time. Okay, Mrs. Wolf, we're all set to go. How do you do, Mrs. Wolf? Uh, <laughs> everybody keep seated back there because you see with her here, it's liable to push the whole back end of it. Come on, everybody's going to concentrate on a number. You can sit right here and concentrate along with the others. Just sit down. Now, everybody concentrate on that number between what I hate to do. <laughs> Could be my own mother, you know. Now, Mrs. Wolf. We have thought of a number between one and ten, and we want, we want you to concentrate on this very loud. Incidentally, Mr. Pyle was, was terrific about it. He, it, it finally uh, uh, came to him. Now, let's see if you can concentrate on a number between one and ten. One. One is... Did, did, some, did someone tell you? No. Did someone snitch? No. You'd jump up and say, I snitched, if you did, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah, somebody must have snitched. You tickled her. That's why, Mr. All right, you're a swell. Uh, you both win. Yes, you both win uh, a bull of a watch. You win a lady's uh, bull of a watch. There you are. Uh, and you, sir, uh, Mr. Pyle, you win a gentleman's bull of a watch. Thank you very much. Give them a big hand. <laughs> Truth or Consequences is back at its old job of selling bonds tonight. There's no finer demonstration of democracy in action than in the enthusiastic way in which all Americans are responding to the security loan. Why don't we all join hands with our neighbors to provide for our own and our country's security? The billions of security bond dollars we save together will help keep hard times away from our door. Uh, now let's have a housey, housey housewife with the microphone. How do you do? What is your name, please? I didn't quite get it. Will you come a little closer to the Fristrom, Mrs. Microphone? <laughs> right into here. Have you ever been at a microphone before? No, I haven't. Well, then, please, Mr. Bailey, uh, put her into the mic. Have you met Mr. Bailey? I'm... Oh, yes. How do you do? Yeah, <laughs> one minute ago when he brought you up the microphone. That's fine. Uh, Mrs. Fristrom, what is your occupation? Housewife and mother. Good. From where? Greeley, Colorado. Greeley, Colorado. I have relatives there. Do you know the Skinners oh, in Greeley? Yes. Is uh, uh, Mr. Skinner has been at the depot there for years and years and years. Head man at the depot. Big stuff. And uh, all right. Now um, here's a question: uh, Why is life insurance like car polish? Truth or consequences, Mrs. Fristrom. Mrs. Fristrom. Mrs. or Miss? Mrs. Miss. Miss. Certainly, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Fristrom. Something wrong. I'm going to have to have these fixed. So you see. Why is life insurance like car polish? It protects your finish. Really? Yes. Yeah. Beulah, uh, Beulah, beautifully then, Mr. Pascal. Uh, really, I'm going to get you in the union. Yes, it protects your finish. You haven't told the truth, Mrs. Fristrom, so you must pay the consequences. Now, uh, you listen to the radio quite a bit, don't you, Miss? Oh, yes. You hear those uh, comedians, Jack Benny and, the and the group? Man. The Walking Man, yes. indeed, and a wonderful fellow. Well, you hear those comedians, Jack Benny, Bob Hope, and uh, uh, Fred Allen... Edgar Bergen, the whole bunch. Do you think it is, and Red Skelton, do you think it's the, the comedian or do you think it's the material given the comedian that's responsible for the laughs? Do you think it's the, what they read or do you think it's the, the comedian oh, himself? the comedian. What's that? The comedian. You mean you think he could take a Greeley, Colorado telephone book, say, Jack Benny, and read it and get as many laughs? Oh, sure. 
her. You do? Yeah. Well, that might be true. However, I think that the script has a lot to do with it. As a matter of fact, I'm so sure that I'm going to, to experiment with you this evening. I'm going to have you read uh, uh, a professional copy here of gags, written by a professional gag man. We want you to go off and study this script real hard. There are three jokes in there. Then you come on back, and we'll find out if you, an amateur in the ways of comedy, can't get as many laughs as, say, Jack Benny or Bob Hope. Just go right off and study real well. There's Phil Davis, a professional gag writer himself. He'll take you off there and rehearse real well. And uh, she's gone. She can't hear. Ooh, what's going to happen to Mr. Fristrom? Where are you? You had your hand up first of all to play tonight. Come on running, Mr. Fristrom. Johnny Pollock, turn on this microphone while I go to meet Mr. Fristrom. How are you, Mr. Fristrom? Fine, fine. Good, good, good. You don't want to see your wife let down in front of these people, do you? Huh? Not, not too hard. You want to see her get some laughs, don't you? A few. Yes, what do you think is one of the surest ways to get a laugh, Mr. Fristrom? A tickler. <laughs> Well, you know her better than I do, but may we suggest a way? We have found in our travelings around that one of the surest ways to get a laugh... Now, it seems so simple when you know about it, but one of the surest ways is to, to take just a common old ordinary lemon meringue pie and push it in somebody's face. Now, we don't know if this will work or not, you see. However, just take off your glasses and get in that pie screen there, will you please? Stick your head out. We're going to bring Mrs. Fristram back. We're going to have her read these jokes. Now, if you folks think they're funny, go ahead and laugh loud and long. If you don't think they're funny, we shall proceed to help things out by pushing into Mr. Uh, Fristram's kisser one of these nice, juicy lemon meringue pies. Bring out the pies, please, Mr. Carney. There they are. Do you like, do you like lemon meringue, Mr. Fristram? I hope so. <laughs> This may kill your taste for tonight. You can't tell. All right, bring Mrs. Fristram back. Now we're all set to go. Don't anyone give the gag away. Aren't we devils? <laughs> all right, now, here we go. Now we're all set to go. Uh, uh, Buddy Cole, get a fanfare ready. Right over here in our broadcasting studio, if you please, right in here. We have a soundboard all fixed just as if you were on the air, and you're going to have every chance that any of these comedians would have. Buddy Cole here, who is a big coast-to-coast -coast organist, will give us a fanfare. We're all set. Ladies and gentlemen, are we on the air? Yes. We're just going on. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting at star of stage, screen, and radio, the one and only Mrs. What's your first name? Mona Fristram. What's your first name? Mona. 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 Mona Fristram. From a kiss. Now you start the first line. Hello, Ralphie boy. Hello, Mona girl. I understand you got married. Yes, I married an x-ray specialist. An x-ray specialist? How come? He was the only one that could see anything in me. The only... <laughs> I mean, she's just socking them in there, isn't she? That's terrific. You see, it's the delivery that counts all the time. All right, shall we go again? You want to stop or go on? Oh, let's go on. Let's go on. Where did you meet your husband? I met him in a revolving door, and we've been going around ever since. You met him? In All right, to, to what do you attribute your success as a comedian, anyhow? Oh. I'm telling you, isn't she sensational? Do you, do you think a man could get as many laughs as you could? Oh, I think so. Do you think this man out here could get as many laughs as you could? I think so. No, I mean the one over to your right more. No, a little further. Yeah, where? What? Who? <laughs> Thank you, Ralph Edwards and the Truth of Consequences Gang, who's a swell show. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Guest Star, a transcribed quarter hour brought to you each week by this station and United States Security Bonds. We'll be back again next week with another fine program, so be sure to tune in, won't you? Meanwhile, this is Harlow Wilcox thanking you for listening with the suggestion that America's security is your security. Buy United States security bonds and buy them regularly. <laughs>